What is up, podcast fam? I am so excited for you to hear today's show. I really think you're going to get a lot of value. You're going to be able to cultivate more self-awareness, more consciousness to help you elevate your game to the next level because you were born for greatness. You weren't designed to be mediocre. You are here for a reason and it's time to tap in to that potential. And I don't want you to just listen to the show today. I want you to see what areas of life you can take action on to really elevate your game because like I said, you're here for a reason and we need you at peak performance. And a lot of you have reached out in regards to coaching with me. And I am finally opening up the doors to my new 12-week transformation program where I'll be working one-on-one with you to take your energy levels, your heart health, your mental cognition to the next level. So if you're interested in learning more about this program and taking your health to the next level, make sure to visit www.thrivewithjeremy.com. I can't wait to see you there and let's dive in to today's show. Got it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stand Up to Sitting podcast. I am your host and Chief Energy Officer, Jeremy Abramson. And this is a legendary day in podcast history because I am hosting my first virtual podcast with the man, the myth, the legend, Number 24, hailing from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Brendan Reed. I know, I know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bro, how did I do? You're great. You are fantastic. Dude, this is such an interesting time in human history. And I'm so excited that we're talking right now. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts, your experiences thus far in this new paradigm, this social distancing, this quarantine. How has Brandon Reese's experience been these last few days, this last week? There's an ancient Chinese proverb. It actually says, uh, may he or may you live in interesting times. And it's not meant in a positive way. It's meant to be like in a very, very over the top kind of way. And, you know, that's the times that we're living in. Um, the things that, uh, you know, we always assumed, not assumed that we always thought, you know, we theorized could happen. You know, they're happening. And we're just right in the middle of a drill right now. Mm. The drill of keeping the humans alive. Um, this this pandemic is just nuts. I mean, especially as a uh, millennial, so to say, you know, we can't say any other generations live through a terrorist attack, school shootings every week. We got an economic crisis tied in with a pandemic right now. 30% of people are going to be unemployed. You can't go outside. There's no dating. Like you're kind of like on your own. <laughs> you're to your own means. Like, mm. like you said, in terms of paradigm shift, I mean, we're just as human beings being, we're not pushed to our limits yet, but we're being really tested to, um, just different levels and different confines that 
our civilization um, or the civilization route that we've taken has brought us to. So it's interesting. Um, you know, everybody automatically thinks the worst is going to happen, but you know, everybody's been pretty cordial. We've run out, we've run for the paper to wipe our butts with, but I, I, I don't see how that has happened or anybody could have guessed that, but everybody's been acting pretty cordial and pretty responsible. What, give, give me, give me kind of what it's like right now. I mean, you're, you're in LA and obviously like Miami, LA is filled with a lot of hustle and bustle, especially during this time at spring break and everything has essentially shut down. And I just want to know and get your experience, like to give the listeners an idea, what's it like right now in LA? Like you said, people are acting cordial. Is there a lot of fear? Is there a lot of anxiety? What is the vibe that you're picking up out there? Luckily, in our day of social media and connecting with people, everything is like an echo chamber. You can literally go and just sit around or talk with people who are either in complete fear or worried about things, or you can go find a group of people who are in complete optimist and optimistic about what's going to happen and the situation itself right now. I mean, I'll go on Twitter cause I'm very big into news and politics and it's just like, Holy shit. You know, mm. are we going to get this bill passed here? Is this thing going to pass 30% of people unemployed? pull up the COVID-19 numbers as 800 people dead today in Italy. It's just like, whoa, <laughs> it's like you yeah. can hear all that. At the same time, you know, I've been trying to limit just going out at all. We have enough supplies in the house for eight months. We, we, we're, we're properly stocked here. We, yeah. I mean, for me, I, my life really hasn't changed. You know, like you saw when we started our call before I had no shirt on sometimes, you know, I can work from bed. I can do emails I can do podcast recording and do edits, you know, from the com comforts of my bed or my porch. So my life really hasn't changed. Um, but I think that is one of the most important things in these times. And it's as everything is changing is the routine people need to stick with, you know, if you got to put a pair of jeans on and a nice shirt just to work from home, wake up at 6am like normal, do it. Mm, I do love it. that. I love that you said that because I think now more than ever, it's so crucial for people to really lean into their routines, whether that be a consistent morning routine that you have already established, or maybe this is the perfect time to really put that morning routine to work and build that consistency, build that normalcy, because like you said, this is going to be such a huge shift for so many people. And for you and me, you know, our lives aren't impacted like a majority of people around the world. And I feel super grateful that I'm feeling called to serve at such a high level right now, you know, with all these people working at home. And now it's like, how can I empower them to use and implement some of these stand up to sitting protocols to give them more energy, to give them more purpose in an otherwise pretty challenging moment of time. And I just think it's so interesting, B, how one person in Wuhan, China is somehow responsible for this global, global pandemic. And we've never experienced anything like this. Like you mentioned 9-11, you know, that was 
That was like when America came together. That was a huge moment in history. But what's, what's so different too is like, first of all, that was in America, New York City. And we had things like sports to distract us and to bring us together. And now, you know, people are stuck in home. Normally it's like, let's watch a game. You know, it's March Madness, but that's gone. It's NBA playoffs. That's gone. It's the Olympics in June. That's gone. So We'd it's so interesting. We'd be in the third so round of the NCAA tournament right now. Yeah, bro. Like, it's so interesting. And the, the last thing I was going to say before I throw it back to you is like one person, think about that. One person made this huge impact. And that has to be the work of a higher power. That's the work of God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. The fact that this one person has literally shut down and silenced the world is like biblical shit. And I've just been trying to wrap my, my, my head around that lately. It's so interesting. And it, it's crazy, man. Well, I mean, you don't believe in coincidence. I think I don't really like to resort, especially being a man of history and learning how the world works and understanding people that we give ourselves way too much credit in mm -hmm. terms of how we think that, you know, conspiracies have happened before, but to assume that, you know, we can make these crazy things happen as great and uh, ingenuitive as people are from where we've come from, from a pool four billion years ago as a single-celled organism to now, we're still people. And we're still just players in the reality, in the realm, in the universe that we're in. Mm. So, you know, things just happen. This is science and biology. You get too many things too close together. Disease jumps from species to species. We're so close to these mammals as well. I mean, this, is, this has happened before. It's not stop. It's never not going to ever stop happening. And, you know, if anything, in the optimistic side, this has just been a great thing. It's been a great yeah. thing for people to realize, you know, wow, what do I do every day? Do I go to work every single day? Do I need to go into an office? Somebody's convinced me I need to spend 40 hours of my week sitting at a desk to do a job for them so they can manage me. Whoa. Whoa. Mm. I think I need to get my priorities in check or I'm really not spending my time being alive in the way I really want to. So, you know, this has been a great thing I think for individuals. It's been a great thing for me to really sit back and look, you know, just like in, for, in terms of relationships, you know, I get asked my roommates. I'm with a great group of people. Uh, I love the people I live with and, you know, we have a gorgeous house. So it's, you know, we were pondering this weekend, you know, it's Friday, Saturday night, we're having a few drinks. It's like, did you think you'd be here at the end of the world? You know, would you, would you be here doing this? And it's like, you know, we're hanging out, having some drinks, just built a basketball hoop in the house too. It's like, no, I'd probably be doing this anywhere, I, wherever I was. I'd probably yeah. be doing exactly what I'm doing. So for everybody, reflect on that. Where would you be at the end of the world? Is this exactly where you'd be? Would you be doing that? And if you are, then there's nothing to be wrong with the moment where you are how you're feeling yeah bro it's so true and i think this while in the short term is going to be extremely challenging there's going to be a lot of obstacles a lot of adversity to be overcome there's no doubt about that and i have so much compassion 
and empathy for all of the people right now who are living paycheck to paycheck, which is a huge percentage of the population who are really struggling right now to support themselves and their families. So I just want to acknowledge all of the people out there uh, who really are being affected by this in a powerful, powerful way. However, I tend to be an optimistic thinker and I'm always thinking about the long term. And I really think there is no better opportunity. There's no better moment than right now to expand your skill set, expand your mind, dive deeper into yourself. What are your true passions? What are you called to do? Like you said, like you've been spending 40 years, sorry, 40 hours every single week at this job that you possibly hate. Maybe only getting two or three hours of work done a day. Exactly. There for 40. And, and, and I just encourage people listening right now, like, Yes, that's fine. Watch a Netflix show or two, but really be intentional about this time because I promise it's not going to last that much longer. Maybe it is, who knows, but really be intentional. This is happening for you. This is a moment for you to slow down, to breathe, to gain perspective, to really evaluate where you're at in your life right now and what direction do you want to go? Whether that's learning a new skill, whether that is playing a sport, whether that's spending more time with your family, you know, I think this is such a unique opportunity and I just hope people capitalize off of it and don't take it for granted. And so many people I know are going to feel sorry for themselves. They're going to make excuses and they're going to waste this extremely valuable, rare opportunity that we have. There's no FOMO right now. You don't have to worry about what Sally is doing because I guarantee she's doing the same shit as you. She's sitting in her room right now, probably like pondering what's next. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to fill this day up? That's never a shortage for us. But, you know, it, it's, it's sad and unfortunate. Um, I'm really, it, it's, I think we're going to be able to see a really big correction. It's not just going to be a correction with, you know, how we, how we spend and value our time on a single everyday basis. You know, we're seeing things from, you know, on the uh, political side, you know, universal income. How healthy do we want to make sure all the people in our country, in our society and civilization, doesn't matter how much you pay for health insurance, you know, if that person next to you that you work with or you live with is not healthy either, they can get you sick. Mm. So, you know, we really, this is a big correction. I mean, you know, people might say it's dumb, but I love on Instagram people doing those dumb little push-up challenges. I'm like, here we go. We've been running around telling people to exercise for, for years. You know, it's such a great thing that, you know, wow, well, I'm stuck at home. What's one thing I can do with this? It's exercise. So we're going to see a massive correction. We're going to see, you know, you know, not just we're seeing that in global markets, but we're going to see a correction in society, you know, in mm. where we value things, you know, because our, our scale of value in, I wouldn't just say our culture, but, you know, around the world is, is not great. You know, we, we value how much resources you can accumulate and the person who accumulates the most resources by whatever means necessary are the people we idolize. And that might not include helping people. It might not include as long as you've accumulated these resources, 
You didn't even share them with us. We were fascinated by that. Oh my God. Whoa. You just, you just like a dragon. You just pile up a bunch of shit and now you own it. So why is, and we're seeing that now you talk about 40% of people don't have the funds to not go paycheck to paycheck. You know, whether that's something honest on the individual. So wait, what's the stat? Sorry. Is it, it's 40% of people in the U S live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And this is the richest country in the world. Just if you make $30,000 a year, think about that. You're in the top 1% of the world's income, income, uh, stat bracket. Like that's it. And then in this country, the average medium income is like 70,000. We, and still there's a disparity between who has and who hasn't or what you can afford, what you can do. You know, why is it a status thing to be able to take care of yourself health wise that we're not going to save someone's life because they don't have money. That's, you know, if you think about you saw somebody on the road, it's like, Oh, I'm just going to save this person or help them because that's that, you know, are we going to do everything privately owned and just private institution? Just say, Oh, Jeremy, you know, you want to go to Haiti and do free community service for kids and help them be healthy and exercise and motivate and inspire them. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? We should pay someone to go and do that. You shouldn't ever do it for free. So it's going to be a, a massive correction across, you know, a lot of parts of our society, which is going to be great. You know, we see that, um, in the environment, in the, in the, and how clean everything is. The sky's clean. The waterways are clean in Venice. Did you see the image of that, of the Venice canals? Go, go check it out. The Venice canals are completely transparent. The water there, they've been murky and dirty for like a, I don't know, don't know how long, but the water's clear. Mm. So, you know, everything, you know, what is, you know, people joke about this all the time. You look like a weird hippie, but what happens if we just say, Hey, no one's driving a car for two days a month. Spend time with your family, Dad, like this. What if that's a new thing that's going to come out of that? How great would that be? Not just because you're spending more time with people, but that is what we want to value. A holiday in our country. That's, that's something new. That's something. That's the next step. That's, you know, that's something, again, look at me. I'm jacked up about that. That's great. It's a great thing to come from this. But right now, we've got to overcome all this disease that we're having. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think I was thinking about that as well. Cause I was over at one of my clients place yesterday and it's, what are you doing? Like, You're going outside. Yeah, I'm going outside, bro. Dude, be careful, man. Don't get anybody sick. Listen, listen, I, you Floridians, man, you're out of control over there. I, so dude, B, it was so crazy, bro. I went on a bike ride yesterday and just it's so interesting too, like I said, the timing, right? Because this is supposed to be one of the busiest, most fun, active times of the year. You know, it's yeah, music too. festivals, it's spring break, it's ultra music festival, it's Miami Music Week, it's, it's all of this stuff, right? And now it's literally like going from 100 to zero. It's going from extreme like partying, going out, friends, travel. It's like, no, we're actually going to take all that external shit away from you all at once. Oh, you want to go to the beach? Sorry. You've been taking it for granted your whole life. 
So now we're going to take it back from you. Maybe that will shift your perspective, shift your mindset. And now moving forward, you won't take it for granted living two blocks away from the beach. Maybe you won't take going to your favorite restaurant with your friends for granted. Maybe you won't be on your phone the entire time you're out. And I think it's going to transcend, like you said, a lot of, a lot of, ways of being in terms of families. I think this is either going to make families or break families because maybe you only were spending one or two hours with your significant other each day coming back from work. And now guess what? 24 seven. Oh, you signed up for being a dad of those two kids that you only saw like a few hours a week. Well, guess what? You're a full-time dad now. How's it feel to be a house dad? Like, it is going to be so interesting to see how this transcends relationships, family dynamics. And I'm curious to know, because as someone who played at Syracuse, you played in the NCAA tournament how many times? All four years. All four years. So what was going through your head when they announced that there would be no March Madness this year? It's crazy just like all sports. I mean, I, I went to the Lakers game, for example, against the Bucks. What was that two Fridays ago? My uh, roommate had got his tickets and it was, you know, we were talking to them. This might be the last basketball game, you know, joking that people, even fans go to. We weren't even thinking that people weren't going to go there. And then, you know, once that tournament, they called it off, it's just like, you don't know how to feel. You don't know how to really relate because it's never happened before. And it's, it's crazy to think. And, you know, we're in such a position of privilege. Like, oh, we don't get our basketball anymore. <laughs> you know, it's not the worst thing for our society and culture, but it's just crazy to fathom because it's never happened before. The feelings, we don't have anything to tie it to. And... You know, it's one of those things that really uh, I still got to sit down and really let it sink in more because it's just like, well, there's mm-hmm. no basketball now. There's no football on TV. There's no baseball. I mean, it's, it's interesting to watch, you know, like the sports centers, like just struggling to put content out. And it's like, shit, what do we do? There's They're no putting sp- games from like, it's just like all ESPN classic now throwing games from, from the past. And yeah, I can't imagine. It's such an eerie feeling, right? Like these things, these traditions. And I personally just feel for, you know, I, I didn't really follow any college hoops, but I always am really engaged with the tournament. And just, you know, the teams that had really special years, like I know Dayton uh, was going to be a one seed, like teams like that, that really put something special together that never have the opportunity to be in the spotlight and they're not going to get that chance, especially for the seniors and for anyone who's going to go to the league. It's just tough to see that you don't even know that you already played in your last game. And I guess it's just a life lesson. Like anything can be taken away from us at any moment. And that's why I really want to encourage people in these times to become more connected to yourself breathe more consciously. If you're finding yourself filled with feelings of anger, resentment, fear, take those long parasympathetic breaths, inhale for four seconds, 
exhale for eight and let your nervous system relax a little bit. And, and also, you know, if you're able to, which I think most people are, maybe not your, your advised not to, but go outside for a walk, like be safe, protect yourself, of course, but like get some sunshine, get some movement, get some blood flowing. Uh, and that's going to help you, I think, really establish that normalcy we spoke about earlier. And I'm curious to know, B, what is, what is one thing that you are committed to creating during this time? Mm. Nothing at the moment. I'm actually uh, trying to embrace this forced retirement. And uh, it's, uh, it's been a great slowdown period for me. Um, you know, I still have work, luckily, and I still have things I need to accomplish and do. But um, yeah, just embracing the unknown, <laughs> embracing mm. being stuck in the home, being, you know, uh, really, I can't emphasize this more. Like you have a social responsibility to not go out and be six feet in front of people. So I'm really trying to do my social responsibility role with that, you know? So, I mean, it takes away from business. You can't go do podcasts or shoot uh, videos or photo shoots, but you know, like I said, it's like a, it's for the greater good, trying to think outside the self. And that's been the great thing. Just been harboring a lot of things, doing new creative outlets. Um, haven't really like, posted on social media or been out on YouTube, putting stuff up. So it's been great. It's been a kind of time to, you know, reset everything, really uh, find those new things that fire you up, get you jazzed up. So I'm just working on that. And it's, uh, it's been great. It's nice taking a pause from everything. What is, uh, what's your biggest thing that you miss? That well, you can- first of all, I appreciate your response, but I don't think we really got a clear answer. So you're committed to creating what a podcast fam i just wanted to interrupt today's show really quickly to thank you again for tuning in to today's show i hope you're enjoying it i hope you're getting some knowledge bombs that you're going to implement into your life and it would really mean the world to me if you took a few seconds to leave a review for the show it makes such a huge difference in getting more exposure and getting more eyeballs and getting more ears on this message that is so powerful. So it would really mean the world if you took that extra time to leave a review, share the show with a friend. And again, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the show. Is that the question? (laughs) Well, yeah, because so, so for example, you know, you're committed to creating based on your answer. Maybe your answer would be like, you're committed to creating inner peace. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but you're using this time to kind of disconnect, slow things down, and detach yourself from maybe that rapid pace that you are typically operating at. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess I got too much on this, uh, the content creation or you know the uh, artistic creation side. But yeah, in terms of what I would be continuous to create, it would just be... Uh, to reassess and uh, to really find out those core tenets and values that, uh, you know, I believe in and really find a way to uh, express and take part in the things that make me the most unique me. Um, Whether that's just, you know, how I see the world, 
how I look at things, how I talk about things, how I present myself. So, you know, um, I would say I'm definitely doing that, doing that in multiple different ways, new ideas for, you know, when this whole thing finishes up. Um, it's just the, the filter on information that gets put out there. It's how many people, you know, we have this ability to talk and say everything. So um, I just think there's a lot of people just screaming fire in a crowded theater and using mm. their influence to do that. So it's been pretty damning and alarming seeing people put out false news and fake news just, you know, just because in the, oh, well, I th- it could happen. It could be. And it's like, ooh, that's, it's not great. So I think, uh, you know, as uh, shepherds of the planet, being the king species out there on this earth, it's been a great thing to say, hey, you know, we have to take a lot better social responsibility. So just find a ways to create and cultivate, you know, mm-hmm. my message and things outside that. So I've been able to really reflect on that and definitely something I'm still continuing to create over here. Hell yeah, dude. I love it. What, what would be three tips you have for people listening of ways to really maximize this time to tap into something that maybe they haven't explored before? What would you say are three things, three pieces of advice that you'd give listeners right now on how they can really make the most of this time? Uh, number one, embrace it, (laughs) embrace the moment, embrace the lunacy, the insanity, and you know, the uncertainty that you're, that even you're feeling, because this has never happened to, you know, a generation, um, of people ever on our planet since, you know, we're talking a pandemic a hundred years ago. So just embrace it that you don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen every single day. We forget to realize that we're, we think we have such a strong means of control over our reality. It's like, and we can point blame. We can actually see why someone gets hurt or why they die. We can point blame and poke and say, this is why this happened. This is why this happened. And you see like Kobe Bryant passing away and it's just like, oh no, like the plane crashed. Like he wanted to fly. He wanted to get to this game. He wants to spend more time. He has the money to get on a, uh, a helicopter. They grounded all their helicopters. It was a really cloudy day in LA. And this guy who is one of the best versions of our human species we have goes, don't have that. So today, just embrace, like, I don't know Mike, what happened today. And that's fine. And I don't know where I'm going to go. And if you can get to that point right there, now you can start building to whatever you want to be doing in your future going forward. Like what you're mm. emphasizing over there. And whether that's going to be, just start writing it down. Start writing your ideas down. But, you know, I'm sure I've said this before, an ounce of execution or a a pound of ideation is worth an ounce of execution. But I'm probably saying that wrong either way. If you're not going to execute and you're not going to go out there and get the thing done, create the vision, maybe you don't even have the vision yet. It just sounds like a a dumb thing you thought about. You have to execute it. You'll never know. And right now, we, we don't know what's going to be happening or what the the job market's going to look like, where your money's going to come from, you know, what's going to happen here, what's going to happen there, am I going to be stuck in this house, do I hate this person I'm living with, what is going to be the way to go forward? You got to so, start with a step. You so I think, I honestly think like, I think you covered a lot of really good things in that one point, like embracing the uncertainty and really 
only focusing on what you can control. And like you said, there's so many things and factors in life that we actually have zero control over. And we tend to get stressed and anxious about a lot of those things when really it's just consuming our energy. It's consuming our time. And I think that this period that we're experiencing now is the most optimal time to purify your priorities because now you're with your family. Now you're with yourself. Now you're in your home environment. What are you going to do? Like you're going to be exposed. If your home environment and your relationships are toxic, that is just going to be magnified in this situation. If you have love in your life, if you have positivity in your life, that's going to be magnified even more now too. So I think it's going to hyper, it's going to bring a hyper awareness for people. And I think that's so important is most people go through life on autopilot. They're not even aware of their habits, of their ways of being, of the way that they're even showing up in the world. And I'm excited to see people waking up and, and understanding that everything can be taken away in the snap of a finger, just like that. Um, by the way, we never really got a chance to talk about Kobe's passing. Uh, I'm just curious to know, you know, as someone who is a high level basketball player, we grew up watching Kobe. I know he was one of my favorite athletes. Um, what, what was, what was that like for you? And, and was Kobe someone that you idolized? Did you watch a lot of his stuff? Like talk a little bit about that. <laughs> Excuse me. No, I'm a, I'm a Michael Jordan guy through and through. I'm a Michael Jordan competitor. I'm a Michael Jordan. Just that guy will never not me have me on his team. So um, I always grew up as a Jordan guy. And, you know, it's weird because <laughs> Kobe is also a Jordan guy. He tried, he's the person who was able to emulate Michael Jordan the best from how he moved on the floor to his life, his lifestyle, how he was just that competitive, wanted to learn and be good and take on these things from all these people around the world around him. And so it's almost like, a, like an ego thing. Kobe was a better version of Michael Jordan than I would ever be. <laughs> Because I wanted to be Michael Jordan. We all wanted to be like Mike. Well, so, you were number 24 in college. Were you also number 24 in high school? No. 24 is just the number I got. Okay. So you didn't consciously choose 24? No. I'm, like you said, we're talking ego here. I'm a, I'm a basketball player. I'm a, a competitor. It's my number. I don't know who 24 is. Is Kobe? It's, I'm 24. Yeah, That's man. Like, listen, in all seriousness, I think, I think – I've seen a lot of people talking about 2020 just needs to end. This has been such a terrible year and I get it. I get it. But I just encourage people to really look at everything that's transpiring and taking place through a different lens. I think this is just going to raise the vibration of the collective consciousness of the world. And man, it's people like you, it's people like me that really need to step up right now and serve at the highest level and lift others up and make sure people are taking 
action on creating a healthier lifestyle. And uh, man, I, I told you before we hopped on, I'm just so grateful for doing what I do and, you know, stand up to sitting, you know, people working remotely, like it directly aligns with what I've been doing the last two, three years, like what I've dedicated my life and my craft to. So I just feel very, very fortunate for that. And, and I know, I know you want to serve too at a high level. And I just want to let everyone listening know, you know, we're going to link to all of Brandon's stuff. We also recorded a show, uh, I think back in November it was. So Mm -hmm. I'll definitely reference back and link up to that show, but you know, reach out to Brandon, especially if you are looking to start your own podcast, Brandon helped me launch my podcast and I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. This is the time. If you've been thinking and contemplating like, oh, I want to start a podcast, but it's so much work. It's so, such a big time commitment. Who's going to listen? There's 800,000 other ones. Like cut the bullshit. Quit making excuses. Jeez. Like now... That's what, dude, that's why I'm really excited about this time is because most people's excuse for not doing things is time, right? Because we have the tendency to fill our days up with mostly irrelevant shit just to say that we're busy. And the CEOs and the high level executives that I'm working with now, they literally all told me like, I'm so glad that I'm finally prioritizing my health. And it's unfortunate that it took something like this to happen for me to do that. And guys, if you're listening right now, it's time to stop being reactive. We have to start being proactive. Don't wait till shit hits the fan for you to take ownership of your health, your wellness. Don't take someone dying close to you to start showing more love and being more vulnerable. It's time to do those things now. I couldn't agree more. It's, you know, if you're not going to go out and execute and you're not going to go just do, like, just what are you doing? Mm. Ask yourself, what, what am I doing? Um, you know, and it's okay doing nothing, but it, as long as you're okay with it. But if you aren't happy and you want something, do it. It all starts with just taking a step, a step towards the direction of whatever it is or the thing you want to get. Just got to start moving towards it. Mm. And it can be just as abstract as walking in that direction. I love it. I love it. B, are there any parting words you have before we sign off? I know it's only six o'clock over there, but it's getting a little later here. It's 9 p.m. I got early morning clients. You know, you know how we do. Do I? Do I? So I don't uh, know. Any parting words? Uh, you know, I know you have a great audience and a great people and, you know, I'm really happy that, uh, I was able to finally, uh, convince you on starting a show and I'm really happy with all the success that it's brought you. Um, cause there, you know, with something like this, there's, uh, I don't say with like anything, you know, there's never going to be the exact direct return that you might want to get from stuff. And you, you really, this is such a great time to trying to, like cook up, like what you value, what is, and what is something you want in return from your life, from the things you do, from who you are, 
to how people see you. So figure what those things are. Find out what your system is. Find out what you want in return from the world, the universe, whatever you want to call it, the people around you, and dwell on that. Sit on that, and we're going to really come out of this in a way, 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 even stronger way than we went into it. We're looking at things in the world from, you know, healthcare to helping the, the lowest people in our society out. And we're really starting to push these ideas that seem ludicrous and like radical to say, oh, wow, no, I think we need to be giving, you know, everybody the decency to be able to take care of themselves. Or if they get cancer, which is one in two men, one in three women, you're not going to die if you can't afford it. Or we're just going to say now like, hey, you have no money, you're going to die from cancer. Like, it's tough. It's challenging. Tough. It's, it's challenging, tough. Man. It's a tough question. We're all looking at that now. If you don't have money, you're going to die from this virus that's, you know, we can't well, stop from spreading to people. So we're really going to look out of this in a positive light. I want everybody to know that, you know, it doesn't just start with you, you know, even though you're not out, you can't do other things. There's so much you can do from home and you can got it. Be positive. And we're all going to get through this no matter how tough or bad it gets. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that's a great way to finish things up. Like any action right now, small actions really compound, especially in situations like this, who could you shoot a text to right now and lift their spirits a little, a little up, a little higher, whose life could you elevate? Who could you just shout out or give a call to that? Maybe you haven't talked to in a while and just let them know, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I'm sending you love. So I think that's a great way to end things, man, is, is really understand that one person, debatable, one person arguably is responsible for starting everything that's going on right now. So who's to say that you're not that person that can lift the spirits, lift the positivity, lift some optimism, lift some light into your family, into your friends, into your community, because we need it right now. And it's something simple like a text, a call, right? Maybe you post something on your story or on social media, but this is a time, yes, I want you to look inward and maybe that requires detaching from your devices or social media if that's what serves you. But also understand this is a time to amplify, your voice, amplify positivity, amplify love. We need it right now. And we need you to get involved and use your voice. So guys, you heard it here. Be real quick. Let them know where they can connect with you online, offline. Yeah, I was going to demand one that last plug. Guys, what I do is I'm a doer. My business is all about doing whatever it is that you want to do. Um, video production, audio production, podcasts, videos, commercials. Um, and just, like I said, doing, you get a crazy idea. You're not sure how to execute and get it done. I'm the guy. I'm like the wolf in Pulp Fiction. You need something? Call me. That's what I do. Jeremy knows. He came to me with a crazy idea. He wanted to do a podcast. We got him a podcast. He's got over a hundred thousand people that have listened to his show in this past year. He's making it happen. So if you want to do something, especially on the content creation side. If you have a crazy idea, if you want to find a way to expand and touch your audience or business in a crazy new way, or in a regular way like this, give me a call. We'll get you started and we'll get you on the path 
and moving in that direction like we talked about. Perfect. Guys, I am going to link oh, wait, wait, up. Wait, 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 wait. That's that Brandon Reese on Instagram, Bus Driver Productions, Bus Driver uh, Productions on Instagram as well. And uh, Jeremy will have a place to connect with me, whether it's via email, Instagram, all those stuff, tags. Just shoot me a line. Shoot me a yeah. message. Get moving. Guys, guys, also, really, I, I encourage you, like, <laughs> you know, Brandon is someone so valuable. He can add so much to your life and he is gracious enough to leave you with his contact info. Like, Take advantage of that. Shoot him a line. Shoot him a message. Let him know, hey man, I got a lot of value from that episode with Jeremy and I was curious, like, like what's the process look like if I want to start a podcast? It doesn't hurt by just asking and reaching out. The only way that you're going to make shit happen and get the things you want in life is by asking and taking action. So I really want to leave you guys with that. B, thank you so much for getting on here super last minute. This is the first time we did a Zoom call. Guys, so much love to you, your family, your support system. Just continue staying safe. Make the necessary precautions. Make sure to wash those hands, sanitize when necessary. Keep that distance between people that you don't really know. But also, don't get paranoid. Don't live in fear. If you find those emotions and feelings coming up, let Brandon and I know. We'll give you some strategies, but also your breath is your anchor. That is your lifeline. This is a respiratory virus that's going on. So if you elevate your respiratory health and your immune system with healthy foods and breathing techniques, then guess what? You're going to be in much better position to just be a healthy human and not have to worry about getting these viruses that come around every few years. So guys, you already know what time it is. Let's do it. time to gain perspective, take ownership, and use this opportunity as a chance to grow and unleash your full potential. Oh, and by the way, you should stand up to sitting too. Peace out, y'all. Podcast fam, so many of you have reached out inquiring about one-on-one coaching with me, and I am so excited to announce that I'm finally opening up the doors to my new 12-week transformation program where I'll be working with you to take your energy heart health, and mental cognition to the next level. So if you are interested in learning more about this program and how we can co-create some magic together, please make sure to visit www.thrivewithjeremy.com. Again, www.thrivewithjeremy.com. I can't wait to connect and take your health to the next level.